Welcome to Travelling 20, your weekly passport to travelling like a pro. I'm Jackie Falgate and each week I'll be joined by travel insiders to uncover their top tips in just 20 minutes. In today's episode, we adventure to Thailand for a showdown between Phuket and Kowlak. Luxury Escape's Thailand expert Tom McMenemy joins me to crown the winner. Hi, Tom. Hey, Jackie. How you doing? Tom, there is no one that knows more about Thailand than you because you have been there 100 times. What a gig. How did you get it? <laughs> yeah, very, very fortunate. I remember I get asked this question a lot. <laughs> yeah. and I remember, you know, rewind nine years ago, I met one of the owners of Luxury Escapes in Fiji at a, at a conference. I was working for another business at the time and him and I hit it off straight away. Um, and I remember coming home and, and, and saying to my partner at the time, I don't know what will happen here, but, but something will happen. Three months later, Adam, um, you know, the founder and the owner called me and we had a brief conversation. um, And he said, look, we've got this job. We'd want you to come into the business and contract Thailand for us. Are you keen? Eight years later, here I am. And um, yeah, over a hundred trips to Thailand later. So Tom, for those who haven't been, the difference between Phuket and Kowlak? Great question. And I get asked this all the time when people say to me, I'm looking at going to Thailand, which one should yeah. I choose? So Kowlak for me is a bit more of that flop and drop experience. So great for families, really important, but also it's great for couples as well. So if you think Kowlak, it's it's about 90 minutes north of Phuket Airport. So you will still fly into Phuket. It's really easy to get to though. Super easy. And then you, you, you'll, you'll drive up north to Kowlak. What does Kowlak have to offer? So Kowlak has got these stunning hotels dotted along the coastline, which tend to be quite big hotels. They tend to have lots of restaurants, um, incredible swimming pools. You know, one of the hotels up there has a swimming pool, which is one of the largest in Southeast Asia. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, I think. But there's a, it, it's quite beautiful, isn't it, Kowlak, in terms of the actual environment that these um, hotels and resorts are situated in? It, it, you, you know, some of the some of the trip and the drive up there, you're, you're almost driving through a rainforest to get to where you want. And, you know, you can come off the highway to go into your hotel, go through, um, a, you know, a stretch of tree line, and then you're met with a beautiful hotel dotted along on the on, along the Kowlak coast. It's It's stunning. And it's smaller, isn't it, than Phuket? It's still got that really boutique feel about it. it it's a lot smaller. So when we talk about Kowlak, Kowlak doesn't have that huge bustling town yeah. centre that you would see in a Phuket or, or a Seminyak or, or, mm. or, or, or somewhere like that, you, you know, further afield. It's got a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a village in the middle there with um, a few shops and restaurants and bars and whatnot. But most of the action tends to be in the hotels with their incredible restaurants and incredible spas and whatnot. I love the phrase flop and drop holiday. Just get me there immediately. But Phuket, there's so much more to do in Phuket. And I think there's this reputation for Phuket that's perhaps nowadays unfounded. Um, It would have changed a lot from when you started going there to today. Exponentially. I think I first went to Phuket in in 2009, right? And I remember staying at a hotel in Patong and yeah, there's that glitz and glam and the the bars and the nightclubs, they're all still there. But I think what Phuket has done a really good job of is they've tidied up a lot of their beaches. They've got an incredible food and beverage scene now there. Some of the restaurants that you'll find in Phuket are as a similar quality to what you'll find here in Melbourne. So you can have these really premium dining experiences as well as that real local back of a tuk-tuk green curry for $10, which is amazing food. And Kalak, Phuket, when we're talking about the cost of living, both are amazing options if you're thinking about a holiday, but you don't want to stretch yourself too far. 
couldn't agree more, Jackie, whether your, you know, budget is a big thing that's on everyone's minds at the moment, right? And I think some of the packages that we have available for both Cowlack and Phuket, really, you know, your money really goes to work for you there. And it's not just when you when you book that holiday, when you're there as well, you, you know, you can do Phuket and Cowlack on a bit of a budget. You also got the ability to splurge as well if you want. But yeah, two very, uh, two, two destinations that really make your money work. Okay, let's take our deep dive into Cowlack now. And if I haven't been before, if I've got a family or if I'm, say, on a honeymoon, why would I choose Cowlack? I think you would choose Cowlack from a family perspective because of the the range of facilities that you've got there. So if you're going and staying at, you know, one of our hotels in Cowlack, you might have multiple swimming pools. You know, a couple of the hotels there have little water parks within the hotel. Yes, I think you're, you're wet and wild. Put the kiddies in there. Put the kids in there. <laughs> Mum's off to the spa. Dad, Thank you're on you. kid duty. Um, but also I think what, what's important as well, yeah, kids club is a huge factor in there. The hotels have really embraced kids club and you can put the kids in there and they can have a great experience. And, you know, I think what's cool, we was up there a couple of weeks ago uh, for a conference and I remember walking past the kids club and there was a sign there, that, you know, detailing what the activities was. And it was one of the activities that day was a, a tie lesson. So they were teaching the kids little phrases in Thai, which I thought was yeah. was really cool versus it's not just the kids playing on iPads or whatnot. They really sort of embrace the kids and the Thais are, are, are amazing with children. Tell me your favourite hotels there. Is there one that you'd recommend, say, in Cowlack? I'd love to know your insider tips when I go to choose a hotel in Cowlack. Yeah, I mean, I always try not to take favourites, but um, <laughs> you know, we were talking just off air. I think I'm looking at taking my family back there in uh, in 2024 and we will go to the JW Marriott Kowalak. You know, if you think of, uh, this is our number two property in Thailand um, in the 10 years that the Luxury Escapes has been sending our members to Thailand. It's got one of the longest swimming pools in Southeast Asia. Wow. We're talking How big is it? 2.2 kilometers. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. And the pool snakes around the hotel, right? So in the afternoon, they've got staff in these little boats going around the hotel with coconut and beers and whatnot just a the really dream tom just a really <laughs> cool experience and what i love about jw is it's great for couples but then also it's great for families as well they've got like a mini water park within the hotel so your kids are entertained there's an amazing kids club but then the flip side of that is there's an adults only section so if it's just you and the husband you can be away from all of that whereas if the kids are in tow they're going to be occupied for days and again, great for the budget too. If you've got all those activities that are already happening on site, you don't actually have to, it's stress-free. And I think a lot of parents, when it comes to choosing a holiday, just want a stress-free break. And, and that's the thing. I think, you know, to go back to the budget point, when we put these packages together and they've got all these incredible inclusions, often when you get to the hotel, the majority of your meals are included. You, there's going to be daily cocktails included. Transfers are taken care of. There might be the occasional spa treatment. It's more just a case of, well, do I need more spa treatments? Which the answer is always, yes, of always, course Always, always. <laughs> so I think that, 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 and that's one of the things that my team really focus on is how do we take a lot of that stress and that thinking away to put together this incredible package. And I think the idea, as you mentioned with Cowlack as well, is being that little bit smaller than Phuket, that really appeals to me personally. And I think a lot of people too, if you want to feel like you are actually having a quote luxury escape. Yeah. And and and, and that ultimate flop and drop that we talk about. Cowlack is a little bit like what Phuket would have been 30 ah, years ago, yes. right? Beautiful stretch of coastline, um, incredible five-star hotels dotted along that beach. Um, 
It's it's a beautiful part of the world. What's the beach like? The beach in Kalak is, is beautiful. It's a coral beach, so it can be quite rocky. Oh. And at certain times of the year, depending on the tide movements, the the, the beach, you know, it's not going to look like the Whitsundays or, 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 or the Gold Coast, for example. So the beach question for me is always an interesting one. I'm always really honest with people to say the beaches in Thailand are beautiful, but we're also pretty blessed in Australia with some incredible beaches. And I think to that point, one of the things that the hotels do really well is nail the swimming pools. Like we talk about a 2.2-kilometre two, swimming pool. Yeah, and that's, you know, there. <laughs> most of the swimming pools in Kalak are, are awesome. That's not to compensate for the beach. You know, some people are a beach person versus a pool person. I'm a pool person myself, so I would rather lie by the pool. But then again, I do enjoy a, a walk along the beach and, um, you know, that's that's something I will do when I'm there. If I go to Kalak, what are the top three insider things that I must do? What's your, What are your secret tips? My secret tips for Calac cooking class. So I was oh, yes. I was there recently. We, we, we had a conference and we took 42 of the team to, to wow. Calac. Yeah. Um, like I said, you have the best job. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I have a great job. Um, we did a cooking class there. It was a very intimate. There was only 12 of us that did the cooking class. And we got to make, uh, I think, 15 different Thai dishes, which was incredible. Number two, there's some incredible spas in Calac, not just in the hotels, but some wellness centers as well oh. that sit outside. So whether you're wanting to do yoga and meditation and these, you know, things that we might take for granted our day-to-days life, when you're on holiday, take advantage. You know, your your days are, are quite free. Treat yourself. Treat yourself, absolutely. <laughs> um, and number three was um, would be F&B. You know, some of the restaurants in Calac are phenomenal. One thing I always like to do, yeah, jump on TripAdvisor. What are the, what is everyone eating when they go to Calac? That's a really good tip. Yeah, yeah and, and particularly in Calac, most of those restaurants will be in hotels but then there's also those hidden gems that might be uh, a couple whose family has lived in Calac for hundreds of years and the family restaurant just keeps on continuing and and you'll pay you know a couple of dollars for the most incredible Thai green curry or some beautiful uh, satay or, or whatever it may be. Yum. And it's so easy to get to too, isn't it? I think that's another thing where we've got the kids in tow, we've got all their luggage and we're tired, we want our holiday, an easy flight and an easy drive. Totally. So you come out of the airport and it, you know, it's no longer than an hour and a half to the top of Calac. Yep. If you're staying at the JW, for example, that would only be 70 minutes from the airport. Oh, perfect. That's Beautiful what I need. Beautiful air-conditioned transfer, um, Wi-Fi, cold towel, bowls of water, off you go. All right, let's deep dive into Phuket then yeah. as well. I want to know where you're going to stay. If I want you to give me two options, one, if you've got a family and two, if say you want a bit of more of a party vibe or you're a younger person that wants to have a good time. Great question. So if I was, if it was just me and my partner, Christy, going to Phuket and we were without Archie, we would go and stay at the shore by Katatani. So south of the airport, quite south of Phuket. So you're talking again from the airport, this would be over an hour's drive. Yep. So it's not real too different to going to Kalak. And this is beautiful cliffside pool villas looking out over the ocean. So ultimate relaxation, lock yourselves away, amazing food, a great little private beach um, and just stunning views out of your room. Oh, gorgeous. And then what if I do have the kids in tow? If you did have the kids in tow, <laughs> right next door to the shore is, is, is their sister property, which is called Katatani. That's Luxury Escape's number one property in Thailand. We've sent more people to this hotel than any other hotel in Thailand. Really? Yeah. How many people do you know? We would be talking probably about 80,000 people over the years. Wow. Yeah. 
it's a lot of people we've sent there. Do you know, I think that's really interesting because you know then that the feedback from 80,000 people is going to be, you're going to know exactly how good it is with that kind of number. That is a huge number. Year in, year out, whenever we launch the campaign, um, it always sells incredibly well. Why? Like this isn't a branded hotel. It's not a, a Marriott yeah. or a Sofitel. It's just a, it's a local um, a local family-owned group of hotels. And what they do really well, they nail every single aspect. So they've got incredible restaurants. They're right on the beach. They've got pool access rooms. They've got suites. They've got rooms that take two adults and three children. So they're ticking Which is got so hard to find, so, especially in a big resort as well, correct? Correct. And this, yeah. is, this hotel has 600 rooms. This is a big hotel, right? Um, it's got its own little private sort of stretch of beach there, which is, is, is great. And then again, incredible swimming pools. And it's, it's in Cata Beach. So I think often when people think of Phuket, people think Patong, yep. right? Um, and we were talking before about the history around Phuket and, and where do people go to. Phuket is so much more than Patong. And, and again, when we talk about when, when someone says to me, why should I go to Phuket? For me, it's like once I understand what they're looking for, it's then about picking a beach and whether it's a beach at the top of the island, say a, a, a Nyang beach or further down south, a Kata or a Karon beach, which many people are familiar with. All of these little pockets within Phuket have amazing experiences, but they're also very accessible if you want to get out to the islands. Great for shopping. You know, Patong has got their big shopping mall there, Jung Salon. Hugely popular. You know, people go to Patong or Phuket. The shopping there is, is incredible. And I think for me, when you go to Phuket, it's about, yeah, you pick your location where you're going to base yourselves, but then that's going to be where you're, you're using to, to go out and do different things. And what about if I do want to save money as well? It's a really good destination, isn't it? Because you can do it so cheaply, particularly in Phuket. You can totally do it on the cheap. You know, one of the things I love about Luxury Escapes is whenever you go on the website, there'll be whatever your budget is, there's something that's going to be able to cater for that. So whether you're wanting to, you know, spend $1,000 and be there for, for seven nights and not necessarily have as many inclusions... But because you're staying in the middle of Patong, where there's great little restaurants where you can eat for literally $10, we'll get you a green curry and, and, and a beer. It's amazing, isn't it? It's stunning, yeah. It is. And for me, when I go there, what are the top three things in Phuket that I should do? Top three things in Phuket, get out and explore. So whether it's mm. uh, exploring these different beaches or getting out to the islands as well. You know, uh, the, the PP Island day trip is one of the most oh, popular yes. things that I can recommend people to do. And there's different versions. You can do a private PP tour if you want, or you can you can join a group. The last time I did it was a group of friends. I think there was 12 of us. And we, the, effectively the boat was ours. And we went out to PP for the day. You know, you're pulling up to these little islands. And, you know, you know we were talking about Lake Como before, where yeah. you, if you're, you're hiring a little boat and you choose your own journey for the day, you've got yeah. the ability to do that in PP. The backdrops are incredible and you'll, uh, yeah, you'll get some amazing content. Oh, fabulous. And what about the weather? Weather can be tricky, right? I mean, mm. it's a tropical climate. So if you're traveling to Phuket, April to October, yep. I'd expect it to rain at some point. That's I, what the shopping's for. That's what the shopping's <laughs> for. But in, in a similar vein, I was yep. in Phuket two weeks ago. It didn't rain once whilst I was in Phuket. I could go in February, which is apparently, you know, that's the best time of year from a weather perspective. It could rain every day. Um, I think when it is raining, people people will say to me, oh, what am I going to do if it rains? It's like, well, go to the spa, go shopping. Check in. Go to the spa. Yeah, you'll work it out, right? <laughs> exactly. And you've got a little tidbit, you've got a little secret to share with me that's coming along for Luxury Escapes. Yeah, so uh, hot off the press, we're about to venture in to the um, – you know, the homes and the residences space. So think of those multi-million dollar 
mansions for one. The dream. The dream. Think along the lines of five, six, seven, eight bedroom homes at the top of a cliff in Phuket looking out over the ocean. And we're going to put these packages together, which makes it more affordable for you. And I think what's really lovely about that is say you want to have a crazy weekend away with your mates, you could do that, but you could also get a couple of families together with the kids and experience that too. Absolutely. And I think what's great about this type of opportunity is you'll then have the ability to arrange a private chef, right? Who can come in and cook for the family. We can arrange for a, a, a spa team or masseuses to come to the villa and you'll set up one of the rooms and all the girls can, can have their massages and, and the guys as well if they want them. So this is going to be a really different style of holiday, but you're going to be able to cater to a much larger group and in these stunning multi-million dollar homes. And can you sum up why I would choose Thailand above anywhere else? It's a really hard question. I think for me, you know, people often say Thailand or Bali. And I, mm. I, I travel to Bali a lot for work as well. Thailand for me has a wider array, array of experiences from the city into, you know, with Bangkok, but even also going sort of further north into Chiang Mai where you've got a real cultural and, uh, you, you know, that type of experience to then some stunning beaches. Bali's great. Aussies love Bali. Our members love Bali. It's a really difficult one to say, but for me, I think there's a wider range of experience on offer in Thailand. What an incredible country Thailand is. So now you have to give me your verdict. Phuket? Or Kalak. Yeah. I often, when I get asked that question, I will put it back to whoever's saying it and say, well, what type of experience are you looking for? So if you're wanting to just go and relax in a hotel, be by a swimming pool, not need to leave... You've got the kids in tow, then head to Kowlak. You've got some stunning resorts up there with amazing restaurants, incredible swimming pools, great spas as well, which is always important tick, to, tick, to, tick. to take care of, um, <laughs> of, of the adults as well. And then the flip side of that being if you're wanting to be a little bit more adventurous and perhaps get out and explore some of those beautiful islands that we've all seen those images of in Thailand, then Phuket has that for you. So it's a very difficult question to answer. And that's why I'll usually say, well, what type of holiday are you looking Mm. for? Now you're the expert. What is the number one thing that you've done in Thailand, Tom? The number one thing I've done in Thailand, it was about six years ago and I'd gone to Krabi to assess a hotel there called the Ritz-Carlton Reserve and it's the best hotel I've ever stayed in in Thailand. So what a job assessing hotels. Yeah, (laughs) very fortunate. So I I was there for for the weekend. Now, this is the same hotel um, where a number of films have been filmed over the year, right? So it's, it's a great hotel and I went there and I stayed for the weekend. Now, I'm severely allergic to peanuts. Now, Traveling to Asia a lot for work. You occupational know, hazard. Is a very much an occupational hazard. So um, we was I was at this hotel by myself and the chef there was an Aussie guy and he came out and, and he was sort of, you know, taking me on the journey of his restaurant and the, you know, the concept behind his food. And he said, what do you want? I'll cook you anything. I said, oh, chef, I'm, I'm, I'm really allergic to peanuts. He's like, I'm going to make you the best Massaman curry you've ever had. I'd never had Massaman curry, so oh. it was always going to be the best. And he, he took me on the journey with him in the, sh- in the kitchen as to how he was making it and what he was going to replace the peanut taste with in the Massaman curry. And then we served it and, you know, it was, it was incredible. It was a very intimate experience with the chef. Phenomenal. What a beautiful story. And you know what else I think that highlights just the food scene in Thailand and also the level that many of these resorts actually go to, to bring that to you. Yeah. I mean, you you know, a a dining experience like that, like it was so immersive, like I was so bought into what he was doing. And for someone who does have an allergy and there's plenty of people out there with allergies, 
Thailand is very safe for that as long as you you know the, the the teams at the hotel are very accommodating but yeah was was very fortunate to have that experience with uh, with the chef there in Krabi what a beautiful way to wrap up put it on the list Tom thank you thanks Jackie Thanks for listening. Experience more of the world's best holiday destinations with luxury escapes, with more inclusions, more value and more expertise. Find and book everything you need from hotels and resorts to flights, tours, cruises and experiences. Stay up to date with other episodes of Travelling 20 on Spotify, Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and visit luxuryescapes.com to get more from your next holiday.